The Bible said, and I read, 24 to 30, not 25. Another parable he puts forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed toes, tears, toes, among which, and went away. But when the grain had spanked and produced crops, then the tears also appeared. So the servant of the owner came and said unto him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tears? He said to them, An enemy has done this. Tell your neighbor, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tears you also approach the wheat with them let both grow together until the harvest at the time of the harvest I will say to the reapers first gather together the tears and bind them in the bundle to bend them but gather the wheat into the pan I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say being fruitful during your harvest season tell your neighbor neighbor fruitfulness during your harvest season i know this theme for the year is the year of harvest say to your neighbor it is our year of harvest ah those it all i am limited here because god is about to move you into a space of performance I want you to understand that the harvest time is you. Say your neighbor, your harvest time is you. Praise the Lord. Faithfulness means producing good result, beneficial or profitable. Harvest, harvest. Producing good result. Abiding in fruit, let me, fruitfulness, sorry. It's producing good Result, beneficial, profitable, fruitful. In example, they give fruitful investigation that is making be more, uh, be more fruitful or profitable. Another meeting say that abound, abounding in fruit, as tree or other plant bearing fruit abundantly. I like the way the Jamaican says it. They say it what abundantly, abundant. Another meaning say producing an abundant growth as a fruit. Praise the Lord. Now the word harvest means the time of year when crops are cut and collected from the field. Or the activity of cutting and collecting them or the crop that are cut or collected. Harvest is the season or the time period where our activities or what we do begin to produce glorious or fantastic results. My definition for harvest 
It is the season or the time period where our activities or what we do begins to produce glorious and fantastic results. Our harvest moment isn't a time of inactiveness, but rather a time to engage in strategic activity initiated, sustained, and completed by the Holy Spirit in our life. So the time of harvest, it is not a time of inactiveness or not engaging into any activity or time for sleeping and relaxing, but it is a time when we begin to engage in strategic voice from God. It is the time when heaven begins to invade the head to make sure that what God has said cometh to pass. It is a season, tell your neighbor, it is a season. Our harvest moment is in time for us to be inactive. It is a time of being active with the consciousness of heaven. It is an engagement of divinity with humanity. The outcome, it is when we are not distorted, we are not confused, we are not derailed, we are not distorted from the directives of God. In Matthew chapter 13 verse 24 to 25, the Bible said another parable. Say another parable. I am limited by time here. Be with me. Let's preach together. The Bible said another parable. What is a parable? It is, uh, it is the short stories as well as simple stories to empower or explain a spiritual lesson. Parables were given by Jesus to use what we know to explain to us what we can relate to. A parable is being used by Jesus to make things clearer to you. When he met the doctors, he used, when he met the physicians, he tried to use things that are physicians orientated to explain things to them. When he met the fishermen, he tried to use an illustration of fishing to explain to them what he wanted to explain to them in the parable. When he met the lawyers, when he met the intellectuals, he tried to release it in the Old Testament, in the, in the, in the olden days, there were farmers, he tried to use farm illustration to illustrate what he wanted to relate to them that are more spiritually descended descend, descended upon and he tried to make meaning to them by relating physical things to connect spiritual things the Bible said the sower went to sow good seed come on tell your neighbor he went to sow good seed now the Bible said when he went to sow good seed, most often we have been told that when you do good, good will come to you. When you do evil, evil will come to you. Now therefore the believer finds it difficult to understand and apprehend and comprehend and to absorb and resuscitate their spirit to understand that sometimes evil comes to good men not because they've done something evil, but because they have done something good. Tell your name. Keep on doing good anyway. 
Sometimes we have to understand and accept the fact that when we begin to obey God, it is enough to frustrate the hell of the devil to attack us. Because oftentimes they're not within the doing good. It's not supposed sometimes, sometimes as a student, we think that when I spend time to study, that is when I should pass my test. Uh, before I was not studying, I was failing, and I thought it was justifiable. Why? Because I was not studying in the first place. So if I fail, there is nothing wrong. But it becomes so problematic, or it becomes so much of a concern when you study still and you don't pass still. I remember many years ago, sometimes we get it wrong and we think, and I taught in my days, I taught that when I was not studying and not passing, it was justifiable, it was reasonable, it was, it was all right. Tell your neighbor, it was all right. But when immediately I started studying, I was expecting that there will be instantaneous result of a shift. But later did I know that when you begin to walk on the right path, it has got a lot of confrontations and attack to make you feel like where you are doesn't work like pursuing it. But I came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice, I don't know what you are obeying God in. Maybe God told you to obey your husband and the more you keep on doing it the worse it becomes maybe God told you when you give your life to him things will change and become better but yesterday you have surrendered your all unto God but yesterday things are not happening maybe God told you when you pray I will answer you but there are times you call upon God and he does not answer you it doesn't make him wrong it is just a matter matter of time. Come on, tell your neighbor, it is just a matter of time. Oh, you have to be with me here. Come on, somebody be with me. In First in Kings chapter 3 verse 18. Oh, you have to understand this. You have to understand this. This is critical here. Oh my God. <laughs> in, in, in First Kings chapter 13 verse 18, there was a profound statement made there. And it started when Solomon was made a king of Israel. And the Bible said that they were in a house where they were hallowed. And the Bible said when they were hallowed, the Bible said that one gave birth to a child. And the Bible said the other person also gave birth to a child. And my Bible said in verse number 18, it said then it happened the third day after they had given birth that this woman also gave birth. And we were together. Uh, come on, tell your neighbor, we were together. No one was with us in the house except the two of us in this house. <laughs> Tell your neighbor is a serious matter. You will re- you will not realize the presence of darkness until your light goes off. I'm going somewhere with this. Darkness is always present, but it's just that the light has made it powerless. Anytime you are in darkness, it's all right. Anytime you begin to live in the light of God, 
There are so many things that will confront you that you may not. The woman did not realize that there was an enemy in her house until she gave birth. Come on, say fruitfulness. Until she gave birth, you will not know the enemies you have until your church begins to grow. You will never know how many enemies you have until your husband treats you well. You will not know how much evil is around you until you begin to have good things happening to you. <laughs> you never know. They were there already. But they were just waiting for you to go up. You never know how many people are willing to pull you down when you are down, when you are moving up, until you begin to move up. You think everybody is on your side? Not everybody is on your side. Tell your neighbor, not everybody is on your side. Uh, the reason why you are now knowing them is because now you are trying to make a quantum limb. <laughs> Uh, Peter never realized the devil's eye was on him until he began to see what God was seeing. And the Bible said the devil has sought to sift you. If somebody told you that if you do good, evil will not come to you, it's a lie. Evil will come to you. He said, yeah, though you walk through the valleys of the shadows of death. I will fear no evil because thou art with me. It means there are valleys, there are shadows of death you will go through. But if the Lord be on our side, who can be against us? Even though the righteous shall fall seven times, yet he shall rise. Let me go back. He says that the Bible said the woman discovered, he said there was no evil. Nobody with us. It was just the two of us. You will never realize evil will come. It was just the two of them in the garden until the devil showed up. The reason why the devil showed up was that he saw somebody who was going to become what he wanted to become. Until if you are a young person here and you are educated and you are where you are and you are not moving forward, people will be fine with you. I'm smelling something. Let me say it. There is somebody here in your school. People are hating you. You are a girl. Your friends are envious about you. They are not even coming close to you, but because you are shining. Don't be afraid. It's part of the process. Tell your neighbor it's part of the process. Oh, come on. Can I preach it? I don't feel like going on here. You will never realize that birds can spend time on a tree until the tree begins to bear fruit. You will never think that there is any ant in this class, this room, until you put sugar here and you see. Evil is a what the Bible said that the devil was in the garden. Hey, I thought the garden was full of spiritual people. Until the hand of God was upon Adam and Eve, he showed up. You think, listen, that is why you have to abide. Abiding means that being constant and consistent. Without any alteration or reservation. Persistence and enduring. 
You must understand that the believer, the Bible said, for they them they that know their God shall walk strong and do exploit. If you were told there was it was true, but it was half true. The Bible said, why will God talk about weapons? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 6. The Bible said, and I read, it said, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And being ready to punish all disobedience when our obedience as well is fulfilled. We are living in an environment where we are compelled day and night. We are, that is why Paul, I love Paul so much. Paul is not a writer who will hide his wounds. I like him so much because he expresses that we are pressed on every side. Cast down but not destroyed. We are persecuted day and night. We are like a sheep. We are being slaughtered day and night. We are being condemned. We are being persecuted. When the church goes under persecution, we told we go back and we hide in fear. But God is saying, I should tell to somebody... When you begin to obey God, when in your time of harvest, there are times you begin to stretch out to materialize what God has predestined in your life. But yet still, things will attack you. When God gives you believers weapons, it is a sign to tell you that there will be battles. Why will God give us weapons if there will not be battles? He said, for the battles of the warrior is of a confused noise. He said, for we wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers of darkness. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Matthew, let me go down here. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 30, it said, let both grow together until the harvest. Our harvest moment isn't a time of inactiveness, but rather a time to engage in strategic, strategic activities initiated, sustained, completed by the Holy Spirit. Strategic means referring to the voice of God. Say the voice of God. I want to preach with you. Say neighbor, we're talking about the voice of God. Because of time, I'm just going to digest the first point here for you to understand. The following will help you to be fruitful in your time of harvest. Let me announce something to you. A woman cannot be fruitful when she's, when she's in the time of her ovulation. It means that when the spermatozoa is being sent and it fuses with the ovary, it begins to produce what we call a baby. When a baby is to be born, when a woman is going through her ovulation time, it will not produce a baby until it gets engaged to a sperm. So one can be in the harvest moment and still be unproductive. One can still be in the harvest moment and still not be rejoicing. Let me talk about harvest moment for a minute. Harvest moment is when what God told you begin to be materialized. When you couldn't see before your harvest moment, his blind Batimia was blind. His harvest moment was a time where he could call upon God and have a result. The believer must understand 
understand that so far as God is on your side as the main things will begin to happen until you begin to call things that are not as though they were. I want you to understand that we are in the time of our harvest. It means that we have to position ourselves to see the glory of God. Tell your neighbor, you will see the glory of God. The first thing that helped you to materialize the, the, the harvest and to make, uh, to, 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 I don't know, I hear some word, to substantiate uh, the harvest in your life is hearing the voice of God. See the voice of God. The voice of God is paramount in the time of harvest. In Matthew chapter 9 verse 28, the Bible said, I pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. I'm not going to talk about the laborers here, but I want to focus on the Lord of the harvest. The Lord of the harvest is God. If there is anything beneficial, substantial, uh, that will be materialized within the fabric of harvest, it can only be initiated by God. It can only be sustained by God. It is all going to be finished by God. The Bible said the Lord of the harvest. It is him that giveth us power both to will and to do. He said I will do exceedingly, abundantly above all you can think or imagine. The Bible said he watches over his word to performance. He's the initiator of his word. He's the sustainer of his word. He's the finisher of his word. He put it in simple terms is that he watches over his word to materialize it. I prophesy upon your life right now that anything that is to be happening in your life that has not just happened yet I pray that may you hear the voice that will produce it for you in the name of Jesus our harvest is a subset of his harvest our harvest is a subset of his harvest. We, it is put in, in Psalm 36 verse 9. Look at how it's put it. It said, for with you is a fountain of life. For in for your light we see what? We see light. I'm not going to go too much into it. Now I want you to understand that it is through his harvest that we obtain harvest. I want you to understand in Genesis chapter 1 verse 20 verse 25 the bible said and joseph said unto pharaoh he said the dream of pharaoh is one god has shared pharaoh what is about to do what he's about to do the bible talk about we talk about joseph i'm finishing right now in 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 genesis chapter 41 and my Bible says it. He tried to tell Pharaoh, Pharaoh is in his time of harvest. Now Pharaoh has been told something by God. And he was in his harvest, a harvest moment. I said the first point is for you to hear the voice of God and understand it. Okay, to hear the voice of God and what and understand it. Pharaoh was in his harvest moment, he was in his, in his provision moment, abundance moment, time where he should be rejoicing. And the Bible said that he had a vision. Come on, somebody shout vision. 
And my Bible says he did not understand. And sometimes hearing the voice of God is not good enough until you understand. And my Bible said that how will I know it's my harvest moment? I must hear the voice of God and understand it. And the Bible said he consulted Joseph and he said, What meaneth thou the stream? And my Bible said that Joseph explained to Pharaoh, He said, It is God who has ministered to you. Who is telling you it is your harvest moment? How did I get to know that crossfire we are in our harvest moment? It's because God told me it is our harvest moment. Not only did he tell me, he brought me to the point to understand and appreciate in making it more simplistic for me to understand that we are in our moment. And I came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that the one who really materialize and make fruitfulness out of the harvest moment are those who hear the voice of God and understand it. If you're here under the sound of my voice and your ears are deaf to the voice of God, I prophesy that may the Lord open your ear right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, the things that you hear that will materialize the fruitfulness of God, that will bring the harvest of God to pass in your life. I pray that may your ear begin to hear in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said the reason why Pharaoh had this dream was that God revealed to him. And so far as he revealed it to us, my Bible said the things that have been revealed to us belong to us. But the things that have not been revealed to us belong to God. I prophesy today over your life, whatsoever God have told you, may it come to pass in the name of Jesus. I don't know what is rising up against you. I don't know what is trying to counterfeit the voice of God. But I want you to understand that his words are yea and amen. Whatever God has said to you, it may not make sense. It may not make meaning. It may not be rationally meaningful. But I prophesy that may you begin to gain heavenly understanding. That which eyes have not seen. That which ears have not heard but have been revealed to us by his spirit may you walk in the strength of that revelation in the mighty name of Jesus I pray in the year 2020 that you will begin to hear the voice of God and you will begin to walk into the fullness of Jehovah I prophesy upon your life that your time of not hearing the voice of God is about to be over the Bible said in the time of most in the time of Samuel, the voice of God was scarce, it was not available. But I pray right now, your Samuel has been released. You are about to hear what that said the Lord is in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said the king came together and said, Can we consult of God? And the Bible said, Elisha said, I will see you go, you shall win. I prophesy right now, everything troubling you. Anything making you tired, anything making you weak, I pray that the voice of God is coming right now. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout the voice of God. I don't know what you know, but we have to be fearful about those who have heard the voice of God. I may not have what it takes, but I carry the 
prophetic word of God. I may not have the fluency and the eloquence, but I have the anointing of God. When Moses went before Pharaoh, he said, I may not be fluent, but I carry the voice of God. I prophesy upon your life in the year 2020, you will not lack the voice of God. Your family will not lack the voice of God. Your marriage will not lack the voice of God. Your education will not lack the voice of God. Crossfire will not lack the voice of God. Come on, somebody shout the voice of God. Uh, oh, come on, come on. I am impregnated. I, I, I want to preach for a minute. Just one minute. The Bible said the woman with the issue of blood, she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment. And the Bible said, faith is the substance of the things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. The woman with the issue of blood has got what I call faith, which cannot be engaged, but cannot, which cannot be engaged physically, but may be connected with spiritually to endow the physical my bible says she was bleeding she was weak but the bible says she was having faith i prophesy to you any part of your life that look as if you are about to faint that look as if you are about to give up i pray that may your faith not fail in the mighty name of jesus may the voice of god minister to you may it bring to pass what is said I pray right now that may the word become life. May the word become a living soul. Your marriage will succeed. Your finances will succeed. If God brought you here, you shall succeed. You shall not die. But you shall live to declare the goodness of God. It doesn't matter what comes against you. Thousands shall follow your left. Ten thousand shall follow your right. But because you carry the voice of God, they will never come close to you. Come on, shout the voice of God. Stand on your feet, I finish. Stand on your feet because of time I'll continue next week. Yes, you may the voice of God come to you. May you understand it. May your life never lack the voice of God. In your health, may you see the voice of God. In your finances, may you see the voice of God. In everything that encompasses your life, may you see the voice of God. Amen. Whatever is troubling you, may you see the voice of God. Amen. The voice of God, but the glory of God. And I pray that may you begin to see His glory in your life. Amen. That the enemy will be put to shame. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give a glory. We will succeed in our generation. We will flourish in our generation. Our generation will not lack our fruit. Our fruit authenticate our presence. We shall be fruitful in the name of Jesus. We shall abound in the name of Jesus. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.